There it is. There's the bell to round number 15 of fight number two, Pacific Coast Boxing. Here we go, folks. Punches and bunches. Shoe shines in the corner. Hot sauce to the ribs. Ganchos al hígado. When in doubt, stick it out. Duro, duro, duro. You know where you're at, folks. Pacific Coast Boxing. Alfonso Ruiz here with Rick Prado. Rick, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Amazing. 15 rounds, and uh, we keep getting stronger as, as the fight goes on. I know. We're still we're still going to continue the 15-round fights. They stopped those in 1987 was the last fully sanctioned 15-round uh, fights. But here we are now. I'm going to go ahead and keep the theme from last week. What was a, a, a memorable fight that ended in round 15? One that comes to mind for me that I remember was a big heavyweight fight between Mike Hercules Weaver against John Tate. Right, okay. so at that point, uh, Mike Weaver was really more considered kind of a journeyman heavyweight, never a great heavyweight. But on that particular night, when he wasn't really necessarily winning, and by the way, they call him Hercules for a reason. If you're, he was like totally ripped, yeah, like one of the first heavyweights or fighters that you'd see that actually looked like a bodybuilder. Uh-huh. Um, but lo and behold, man, in the very last round, big left hook, and he was able to uh, to knock out John Tate. Oh wow. I'll have to go back and uh, watch that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It just, I mean, you could YouTube it and just watch, um, you know, the very last um, <laughs> round. That's all you need to watch, you know? And then he ended up, and Mike Weaver was one of these guys, right? He fought everybody. He fought Larry Holmes. He ended up losing the championship a couple years later to Michael Dynamite Dokes. Okay. There's another name, Michael Dynamite Dokes, another journeyman uh, heavyweight that pretty, that pretty much fought everybody back in those days, you know? Uh, James Bonecrusher Smith. Carl the Truth Williams, Pinklin Thomas, right? Um, this was like the pre... And by the way, all these guys all got knocked out by Mike Tyson at some point, by the way. <laughs> but this was, you know, their era was more like in the 80s. And, mm-hmm. and But anyways, that was a big round 15, Rick. This is going to be a big round 15 episode for us, Pacific Coast Boxing. So we had a very contested, good fight. Um, Shouldn't say contested. It was a good fight that we'll talk about over the weekend. Uh Of course, you had the McGregor fight. And, you know, we don't necessarily talk MMA here, but we will talk about it a bit because it has um, kind of a ripple effect on, you know, Manny Pacquiao's would-be next opponent, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell you what. Rick, a lot of news, a lot of stuff is kind of starting to position itself as far as what's going to happen at least over the next three to six months in boxing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of fights are starting to get made. Um, a lot of fights are, you know, in the process of uh, being made, and we we should get some dates here soon. Yeah, yeah, some stuff is starting to come to fruition, right? You know, the whole Kovalev stuff that's mm-hmm. clearing up. We got Virgil Ortiz, right? So a lot of news, a lot of information. I think that folks can get caught up on as far as what's happening in boxing. You know, we talked about there really only being a couple of of key cards that hasn't changed. Although some of those cards are getting better, yeah. And, and I know we're going to talk about that. And then again, we're going to talk about how. Um, the rest of the divisions are starting to shape up based on um, some recent occurrences. And then, of course, we got another Ryan Garcia update, uh-huh. right? Made Definitely a big announcement. You know, you broke it last week, right? Yeah. Talking about he had some, you know, a major opponent, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, who, who who could be the only person that right. he's talking about? Right. Yeah. Who could be the only person? Well, it turns out it's, it's none other than Pac-Man, and we've got you know, more information on kind of the specifics of that and, and, you know, what that's going to mean. So, all right, folks. So we'll be right back. A lot going on today. We're going to pretty much get everybody caught up on what's going on in the world of boxing. Pacificos Boxing, we'll be right back. All right, Pacificos Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado. So, Rick, before we get to the news, uh, first, let's talk about the fights that took place this weekend. And then what are the fights that are coming up, uh, coming up this weekend? Mm Mm-hmm. So what do so, we got? So yeah, we had a card on Wednesday, um, Showtime uh, Boxing, and uh, we had yep. my my Quan Williams. Yes, and he defeated uh, Yis or Yes yeah. Solano. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the big uh, main event for um, that card. Yeah, and by the way, um, not not entirely impressive. By the way, yeah, was his performance um, kind of a sloppy fight too? I mean, uh, both fighters went down. And I use that term loosely. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the one knockdown, he got hit in the shoulder, uh, Mike Quan Williams' opponent. And then in the last round, Mike, uh, Mike Quan Williams um, hit the canvas in what didn't really look like a big... In fact, it was reminiscent, I think, of Rocky too. Both fighters went down oh, wow. in the very last round. Yeah, the, uh, the opponent... Um, uh, what was his last name again? Solano. Solano, yeah. So Solano is the one who threw the punch, and then he got knocked off. He was on, off balance. Yeah. And they both went down. Neither one of them looked like they were hurt. It was just an odd um, exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Either way, um, you know, for what could have been his first main event, and I thought kind of a coming out appearance, um, I didn't see it. At the same time, yeah. you know, Solano was 15-0. and 0. Maybe he was better than we thought. So uh, Mike Juan Williams, as a, as a prospect, um, you know, 140-pound division is a pretty tough division. Do you see yeah. him, uh, you know, getting to an elite level? Not based on what we saw. Yeah, that no. was the whole thing. Yeah, not based on what we saw. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got, again, Josh Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. Ramirez, Maurice Hooker, although we'll talk about him in a little bit. I mean, that division is loaded, right, yeah. all around there. So unfortunately, no, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that he can't compete. I'm just saying based on that performance, right? Um, he didn't solidify himself as somebody that is worthy, right, yeah. of, of being in that discussion with those guys, you know. Again, five-time uh, national amateur champion, right? He's got the whole pedigree. Um, I, I wasn't overly impressed. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, um, this one was a little bit uh, – it was a better card. Um, had the uh, bigger name fighters, and it, it was just good to have some boxing on – you know, this weekend uh, it was yep. going up against the UFC. Yeah. So you know, ratings could have been couldn't have been great, but um, you know, the uh, some exciting fights. You know, you've got Rolando Romero. Yep. And uh, he was able to knock out Avery Sparrow in in the seventh. Um, Avery Sparrow was the one that uh, we were going to go see against mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Oh, that's right. At the uh, the one that had the legal issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he had those gun charges, so he never yeah. made it to the fight. That's you right. Know, we didn't see Garcia. Yeah. Uh, Jaime <laughs> Munguia stepped in and was the uh, main event on that card. Um, but, yeah. um You know, um, I'm going to probably say it wrong, but yeah. uh, Race Aleem. Yes. You know, he looked uh, he looked pretty good against Vic, Vic Pasillas. Yes. Um, that was Pasillas' first loss, and um, uh, he knocked him down three times and then uh, finally got the stoppage in the uh, in the 11th. Yep, yep, that's right. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, Stephen Fulton, uh, Angelo Leo fight. Uh, Angelo Leo um, was the champion. Uh, he um, He's a Mayweather guy. Um, most of the time, you know, they, they – they won't take this steep of a competition. You know, they'll kind of wait and avoid, you know, but he had to fight Stephen Fulton, and, and Fulton ended up winning a, a unanimous decision. It was it was pretty lopsided. Yeah, and, and um, again, this was the fight that we talked about last week, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to take place in uh, in August. And by the way, we didn't we didn't make a pick on this fight. I know. Yeah. I, f- I, forgot, I forgot, right? Yeah. After we were done, I said, dang, you know, that would have been a good test for you. Yeah. Um, I think, and not I think, I would have said Fulton. Mm-hmm. Okay, easy to say now, Alfonso, yeah. but that's who I would have taken. And yeah. the reason I would have taken it, although, right, it didn't turn out that way at all, coming into the fight, right, I, I, and I wasn't the only one, I thought Stephen Fulton was pretty much going to just box, yeah. right? Because he's very slick, he's quick, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of skill set. And Angelo Leo, right, especially based on how he won the championship back in August, yeah. is very much an in-your-face, right, pack-a-lunch, it's going to be a long day yeah. with this guy. And lo and behold, okay, uh, Stephen Fulton did the same, did actually, yeah. despite the proverbial, it could have taken place in a phone booth. Yeah. Right? They were just sitting there forehead to forehead, and they were yeah. just throwing punches. Yeah, there was record set, um, or they were close to setting the record for the most, uh, I think they were third on most punches ever for that mm-hmm. weight division. Um, Stephen Fulton was close. Like I said, again, it's odd because it was a very entertaining fight. Yeah. Even though it wasn't not necessarily competitive, yeah, right. Like it was really clear that Fulton won, depending on what scorecard you uh, you know you believe mm-hmm. or what you thought. Leo maybe won maybe two to three rounds yeah. at, most, at most, right yeah. at most, and that was fair. I I couldn't see him win any more rounds yeah. than that, but right. It was very entertaining yeah. because the guys were just going at it for mm-hmm. 12 rounds, and you don't see fights like that too often. No. It no. was even going into it. I told you uh, we were talking about the numbers. Um, it was only like minus 155. It was 60-40 yeah. for Fulton. It was pretty close. 
No, yeah, it was, it was a great uh, throwback uh, fight, and uh, Stephen Fulton. You know, th- this is a loaded division. You know, it's yep. interesting to see where you know yep. he's going to go from here. You know, you have uh, you know Daniel Roman. We keep waiting for him to get a fight. I know. Uh, Luis Neri. You know, you have Akhmadayev. Yep. Uh, Brandon Figueroa, Ronnie Rios. You know, there's plenty of names to throw out there. Even and Irish Michael Conlon. Irish Michael Conlon is even there, ranked uh, second by the WBO yep. man. So there's a lot you know? of fights to be made. You know, this is an exciting division, and uh, um, even Aleem, you know, who was on the undercard, I think he was That's calling right. people out as well. He absolutely was, and yeah. and he should. I'm telling you, right? And we've talked about this before. Unfortunately, right? You know, nice guys finish last, yeah. and right now he is, right? Yeah. Danny Roman, one of the nicest, you know, people that you'll meet, yeah. right? We had an opportunity. I had an opportunity to talk to him for like almost what, like an hour yeah. at the Thompson promotion fight, right? Um, that was like what a couple years ago mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. When we were sitting right there ringside, as it should be for yeah. you know for for our level, our caliber, right? Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, such a good dude. Bad decision, by the way, by mm-hmm. his management company. We're just gonna say it again, right? Bad decision, not necessarily to fight Akhmadyalov, but to have no clause for a rematch, yeah. whatsoever. And so that's you know, just bad business, man. Yeah, and he, you know, he's been sitting there, you know, waiting for his rematch. He hasn't gotten it. Um, he's the mandatory for Luis Neri, and um, Luis Neri is going to fight um, Brandon Figueroa instead. Right. So you know, he keeps getting passed over. Yeah, and Figueroa's, by the way, he he has one of those you know ridiculous versions of the WBA uh-huh. title, whatever that is, right? But if you look at the rankings, he's got one of their one of their belts. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I'm I'm okay with that, by the way, because I'll tell you, Figueroa, he's won, but he has not looked overly impressive mm-hmm. during fights, right? Yeah. Um, ideally, and then uh, Akhmadialov, by the way, is supposed to fight his mandatory. Okay. Is what it looks like he's going to do, and that's coming up, by the way. That's coming up in the next couple months. So, hence why Danny Roman, right after the fight, was 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 praising Stephen Fulton, saying, "Hey, you know, recognizing him as being a legitimate." fighter hoping that he gets an opportunity right mm-hmm. roman is like one of the few fighters that's ranked in the top five in every sanctioning body yeah and you know akhmadayev hasn't fought you know since that fight it, it happened on january 30th 2020 and um he hasn't yeah. fought since and uh yeah you know who knows if daniel roman gets his rematch yeah and they all have uh roman fought remember late last year yeah. against uh i think it was carlos payano and yeah it was in, in september a, in a tough fight too yeah tough fight that he ended up pulling out mm-hmm. so yeah that that's a you talk about you know people talk about the lightweight division as being loaded this division is loaded yeah. you got six guys yeah and i don't know who the best is by the way you know i i'd like to say akhmadielov right yeah, but I'd like to see the rematch against um, Roman, and then I'd like to see Stephen Fulton maybe fight the winner of Neri and Brandon mm-hmm. Figueroa. You know, and you know, got Ronnie Rios there too. Yeah, you know, have somebody you know um, clean out their division. For, you know, but these guys have to fight. You know, can't be on a yearly basis. You know, this is this is starting to get into uh, yeah Gary Russell Jr. territory. Yeah, I know, and I think at this point, right, the whole stigma about fighting without fans. Yeah. I think fighters just got to get past that yeah. already because, you know, that's what happened, unfortunately, with Josh Warrington and Zoo Kent. Warrington, by the way, ended up leaving his belts. Yeah. He did. He ended up dropping his belts, um, believing, which I, which I fully support, that he's going to get bigger fights down the road mm-hmm. versus having to fight, you know, the mandatory that these sanctioning bodies are asking him to fight. Yeah. He's still going to fight Lara here coming up uh, next month. But, um, yeah, I mean— uh, I think they need to get used to the fact that they're not going to get mm-hmm. the money from the gate, that revenue stream coming yeah. from the gate. It's just not going to happen, mm-hmm. right? And here's the thing. We're talking about you know fighters. Again, we know these guys, right? We're talking about the 122-pound division, but they're not going to pack, okay, 15,000, yeah, no. right, at, at, in Dallas, right, at mm-hmm. the uh, the AT&T or where the Cowboys play to watch Akhmadialov and Danny Roman, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. So they got to get past that. Yeah, fights are going to happen just out w- without fans. Yeah, it it uh, you know just these guys have to fight. Um, it um, you know, but unfortunately, we're probably five six months away from you know hopefully yeah you know, being able to have fights in California, have fights <sighs> yeah. here and there. You know, some places yeah. are holding fights where there's fans, so right they can get it done. Yeah, I mean, um, well, that was in Abu Dhabi. Uh, the uh, the the uh, the MMA fight over the weekend yeah 
Yeah, that was a little different because there was quite a few fans there. Yeah. But, you know, look, you looked at football, right? You watched the Packer, mm-hmm. right? Packer game was packed. Packer game, yeah. It was half filled with, they say, like 8,500 mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. Right? Spread out, boxing, it's possible. But but anyways, yeah, these guys got to get past that. It's just not going to happen because mm-hmm. if they're going to wait, we're not going to see any of these fights. No. And so um, so leading into this weekend, uh, we have the fight of uh, the Caleb's. Caleb Plant. Yeah, that's right. We've been and, looking forward uh, to this one for a while. Caleb Truex. Yes, yes. It'll be at the Shrine Auditorium in L.A. Yep. Uh, Saturday, this Saturday on uh, on Fox. Yeah, and the thing is, right, we, yeah, we go from, you know, throwing out the numbers, right, and I mm-hmm. threw them out before, but just to kind of level set again, Rick, yeah. you know? And again, you know, you didn't make your lock of the week, uh-huh. right? And and this time, I'm you lock know, and loaded this week. Yeah, I, I would imagine, I would imagine, especially with, with some of the options. So yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you right now, Right, Caleb Plant is favored, okay, by on the line minus fifty eight hundred. Okay, okay. Now, what does that equate to? Because so people that don't know. Now, first of all, from a money perspective, mm-hmm. that means you got to bet five thousand eight hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks. Yeah, sounds like a, a steal. <laughs> right, but yeah. it's a you know. Yeah. But the reason why that is so that equates to there is a ninety eight point three percent chance that Caleb mm-hmm. Plant's going to win. Yeah. That's what that's what that so in other words, right? That's as close to a hundred percent, right? Yeah. That basically is a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I told you, hey Rick, there's a ninety eight percent chance that, you know, if you go over there, you're gonna find a million dollars, you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a ridiculous you know, fight, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the IBF <laughs> and um, you can't find Caleb Plant's opponent on any of the other rankings other than the IBF. How the IBF has him ranked third, right? And he's not ranked in any other one. You know, it, it's it's ridiculous, and you know this is going to be uh, yeah. This is one of those PVC fights, you know, that we're used to, where right. Um, yep. You know, one guy has no shot, and he's going to get blown out. You know, within five rounds. Yeah, it's going to be the non-competitive. Yeah, the yeah. IBF, and and I was going to say they're um, infamous, and as you can see in the 168 pound division, they have nobody ranked number one, mm-hmm. nobody ranked number two, and then Caleb Truex is ranked number three. Yeah. So how is it possible? That the fighter that's ranked number three in your organization, right, yeah. has a two percent chance of, of of winning of beating the champion. Yeah. Is it because there's that much disparity between right a contender and the champion? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. Right, because there's a lot of other fighters at that division, right, that are not ranked or that are just ranked, you know, way low, right. Yeah. Canelo, Canelo Alvarez, not ranked by the by the IBF, by the way. No. Not at all. Yeah, he's not even ranked, right? What many believe, not only pound for pound, obviously, pound, if, yeah. if you're pound for pound the best, then you're probably the best at 168. Yeah. IBF, not ranked. Not ranked. You know? Daniel Jacobs is barely ranked number nine. Yeah. In that and division. That's, that's the only name I recognize. Yeah. That's oh, right. Anthony Durrell Anthony is, there at 10, is, at, is at number 10. Yeah. yeah. But nobody else is there. David Benavides, not there. Not mm-hmm. even David Lemieux. Yeah. No one's there, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You yeah, know, th- th- this is the lock. That's of the, week. the lock I'm, of the I'm week. I'm taking wow. Caleb. Okay, uh, Caleb Plant. You sure? Uh, by knockout. You sure? Wow. Yeah. So you're even going that yeah. to well, that extent? Do we have the odds on the knockout? <laughs> you know, probably. I, I, uh, I'll, probably I'll just have, as good as the other one. Yeah, I'll, I, I'd have to pull that up. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They don't have that. So they have the only thing they have is uh yeah fight is a draw, is a plus two thousand. Which means it's not going to happen, and then any other—they're not even touching it. Yeah, that's that's how like ridiculous the odds are. Like they're (laughs) they're not they're not even touching it. Yeah, when Vegas and the the house is not touching it, that tells you all you need Mm -hmm. to know. This is one of the most lopsided fights that you're that you're going to see. Period. Yeah, completely ridiculous. But yeah, let's just hope that this is the springboard to, you know, maybe a Canelo fight towards the end of the year for Caleb Plant. Yeah, the only the one the only fight that I can look at that they have that's even more lopsided. And it's unfortunate because you're not even going to recognize these guys' names. Johnny Fisher mm-hmm. and Matt Gordon. Oh, the hard-hitting? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Fisher? Johnny Fisher is at minus 7,000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, we'll have to figure out- Who they are? Who those guys are. <laughs> because he's at minus 7,000, okay, yeah. which is 98.59%. Just a little bit higher than the 98.3 that Caleb Plant has face favored. To win. Yeah, terrible. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. What what a joke, you know. Yeah. We were uh, you know in the middle of the uh, of the NFC Championship game, right, mm-hmm. with um, uh, Tampa and Green Bay Packers. Yeah. You know, and why didn't they go for it on fourth down? You know, yeah, they, oh, and this, geez, this, geez, we're going to get the ball back. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, what's it's, what's what's the point? Yeah, yeah, you got Aaron Rodgers, right? Greatest quarterbacks of all time, yeah. and you're going to give it. But anyways, um, in the middle of that, they did a little promo, right, mm-hmm. for the you know Caleb Plant, and you know, mm-hmm. and and I know Joe Buck, you know. Mr. Anti-Dodger himself yeah. is just kind of reading a card. But, you know, he's just reading, you know, one of the, you know, one of those boxing sensations, yeah. right? And is, you know, fighting next Saturday. And I'm like, for people that don't know, what a joke. Yeah. You know, against yeah. Caleb Truex, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And that that's all we have to offer this Saturday pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it, it's pretty dead. I think February it'll start picking up a little bit. You know, we get the Joe Smith uh, fight and, um, yeah. you know, some of the, um, what do we get? Do we got Joe Smith, uh, Richard Comey in a fight, uh, Josh Warrington. Um, yeah. The Actually, that February 13th is, is, is pretty loaded. You've got- It the, is. And by, and by the way, on, on the Caleb True of, right, so there is, a, there's a co-feature, right? Michael mm-hmm. Coffey and, and Darmani Rock, you know, a couple heavyweights- yeah. Super welterweight, uh, 154. Joey Spencer mm-hmm. takes on Isaiah Selden. So Joey Spencer's kind of one of their guys. Yeah. So you know what we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll definitely it, it, boxing will start picking up in 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 February. Yeah. Um, also, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Canelo, the yeah. uh, Canelo Udidrim fight. Yes. It's going to be at Dolphin Stadium. Yep. February 27th. Um, also on the card. Julio Cesar Martinez and McWilliams Arroyo. Yeah, yeah, that's the fight. Remember, we were calling when we were covering last week. You know, who the best fights in each division, right? We were asking for somewhat of a unification, right? We wanted Julio Cesar Martinez to fight uh, Junto Nakatani, yeah, the WBO uh, sensation over there. But that's fine. Um, McWilliams Arroyo is number one ranked mm-hmm. by the WBC. So that's fine. No odds on that one yet, or otherwise I'd, I'd share them with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, getting into that 168-pound um, division, uh, Sullivan Barrera is going to drop in weight Yeah. to go to that division. He's willing to fight Benavidez, Plant, Saunders, Callum Smith, um, even Berlanga's name he threw out there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Barrera's always, you know, he's he's been in some pretty good fights against some of the best, and... Um, you know, most of the time it's an exciting fight. Yeah, I mean, um, we saw him fight live, if yeah, I'm not mistaken, right? We saw him at Fantasy Springs. Yeah. I think he won, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Who was he fighting? Oh man, for some reason I'm thinking it was Shabronsky. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it yeah. was Shabronsky, right? Yeah. He beat Sh- who was undefeated at the time, uh-huh. right? It was like a big Golden Boy guy, yeah, right? We haven't seen since. Yeah, Chingonsky. Yeah, Chingonsky. Is his? Yeah, yeah. We haven't. He's actually made appearances there at the Kodak uh, Theater. Okay. Local card. Good kid. You know, we got to talk yeah. to him and his people a little bit. But, yeah, the thing is, right, Sullivan Barrera, uh, Sullivan Barrera, yeah, he's had some good fights. He just got beat by Joe Smith Jr. Uh-huh. And so I think, I guess that's kind of his farewell um, from the light heavyweight division. Yeah. But, hey, man, so be it. You know, the only name that you that you called out that would be interesting to see is yeah. against uh, Berlanga. Yeah. Because that would be an actual step. But Berlanga's trying to call out... Um, Gabriel Rosado, mm-hmm. right? Rosado's not going to do that unless it, unless there's a lot of money. Yeah. Gabriel Rosado's being called out by a lot of guys, yeah. by, by his people, actually, because guys like uh, Jaime Munguia, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, that's fine. If he can make that weight, I'd like to see him against a Berlanga. And yeah. here's the thing. Berlanga does not knock out Barrera in the first round. No, no, yeah, definitely not. Um, no way. Yeah, would love to see it. Um, you know, uh, Barrera, I, I think he knows... At about, I think he's 36, 37 years old. Yeah. He's got two, two or three more fights. Yeah, if you that. Know, and yeah. if he can get down to, you know, to 168. So, and smart move, by the way. Yeah. Smart move from a boxing perspective. All right, Rick, and here's the next smart move. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get to the rest of, it's just the loaded boxing news. Yeah. We haven't even touched the surface, right? You haven't even yeah. get brought up the Ryan Garcia. That'll be next. And what's going on there, right? Um, and several other things that are taking place. Yeah. Um, the that, the card with Estrada and Chocolatito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like that got better, right? Mm-hmm. Got some welterweight news with Virgil Ortiz Jr., yep. right? So a lot of stuff coming up. We'll be right back, folks. This is Boxing.
All right, and we're back. Pacifico's Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado. Picking up where we left off, Rick. So we got um, some other news going on. Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Back making announcements on his, what, 8 million follower Instagram account. Yeah. So, um, you know, he posted a fight poster of uh, him and uh, Manny Pacquiao and yep. basically stating it's, you know, there's a, it's a done deal. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be him versus Pacquiao. You know, he, yeah. it'll be an honor to share the same ring with him. Um, really, at that point yesterday, it was just kind of, you know, speculation. Nobody knew what was going on. Sure. Pacquiao's um, people hadn't said anything. Pacquiao hadn't said anything. Right. Um, really, the only Pacquiao um, announcement was to congratulate Tom Brady on uh, making uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, it turns out you know today they're they're, they're saying that this is going to be an exhibition, yeah. You know, between Manny Pacquiao, Ryan Garcia, um, it's one of those where you know nobody gets hurt, um, everybody saves face, nobody nobody gets a loss, you know it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It's it's kind of curious, you know. It, it's kind of a wait and see, you know. To, if this is going to be pay-per-view, how much is it going to cost? You know, how many rounds are they going? What's the date? What's the location? Yeah. Um, you know, you've got two of the most popular fighters around. Pacquiao's, you know, 42 years old. Ryan Garcia's 22. You know, there's um, Manny Pacquiao's another popular fighter. He's, he's got $6.1 million, uh, million uh, followers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a it's an exhibition. Right. You know, why, why is it an exhibition? Yeah. So yeah. No. So you said yeah. Nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's records yeah. getting impacted. But everyone's getting paid. Yes. Right. The money's yeah. real though. Right. Yeah. The money's real. The money's real. So hence why they're doing it. A money grab, as we call it. Mm-hmm. And here's the interesting thing, right? Um, again, unfortunately, with the the Tyson and um, Roy Jones Jr. exhibition mm-hmm. being so successful, right? Yeah. I think they're looking at that. Here's the thing about boxing, though, right? Now, you could look at other sports, but it's much different, right? Yeah. Um, Major League sports have exhibitions, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Major League sports meaning, you know, baseball, right? They'll have exhibitions. Yeah. They have, uh, you know, the preseason or what do they call training. Spring training, right? All-star game. All-star or, game. Actually, now, yeah. this time it counts. Yeah, this time it counts. Yeah, yeah don't 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 Sorry. include that no, one. Not the All Star game, Let but there's you know there's friendlies in soccer, yeah. football. Of course, there's the preseason. Same with hockey, mm-hmm. right? Um, where again, you know, in basketball before the season, it, they, they don't count your record. The stats don't yeah. count. Here's the thing, though, right? Boxing doesn't have an off season. Yeah, that's the difference, Rick. Okay, is boxing is in season twelve months out of the year, three hundred sixty five mm-hmm. days. Right. If you are an active fighter and you have not retired and you've got an account on Boxing Rec, when you face another fighter, it's supposed to count. Yeah. So the only reason that you would fight another fighter, right, and it not count and call it an exhibition and it doesn't impact your record, it doesn't impact anything else, is simply because it is a stunt to generate revenue. Yeah. Money grab. That is all it is, man. Yeah. Right. And it's unfortunate for boxing Mm -hmm. because what does it do? Right. I mean, what does it do? What is it going to tell us, right? I mean, are they really going to go at it? You know, maybe, probably not, right? So it's going to be very much a controlled sparring session. Yeah. So it, it it's, uh, you know, yeah, unfortunately it's, it's. I don't see why this couldn't be a real fight. You know, right. you're talking two weight divisions. Mm-hmm. Garcia fights at 135. Yeah. Pacquiao fights at 147, but Pacquiao always comes in at 144. Yeah. You know, there's probably... Yeah, they can make it at 140 yeah, and, if, and, if they and, really had to. And Garcia's, you know, he's almost six feet tall. Yeah. You know, Manny Pacquiao, you know, is a shorter fighter. Yeah. There wouldn't be that big of a weight difference. Yeah, Ma- know, Manny, sure. yeah, Pacquiao's are like looking at his belt buckle. Yeah. You know, the, you know? the, the only difference is, <laughs> is the experience. You know, Manny yeah. Pacquiao's fought a lot more than Ryan Garcia, but... Um, but know, Rick, let's just call it what this is, like we said, yeah. man. This is this is a joke. It's yeah. a farce. Okay, would have never happened back in the days. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Marciano and Joe Lewis and these guys having exhibitions against each other yeah. just to make money? This is ridiculous, man. Yeah, and you know it's, it, it, that's another thing. Is Schmeling? Pacquiao took uh, twenty twenty off. Yeah, that's you right. Know, yeah, not a so single. So now fight. he takes another exhibition. Yeah. But you know, before he has another fight, it could be two yeah. years. And, and, in, in activity. 
and God forbid that this actually does well, yeah, right, and it generates millions, mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, why have a real fight? Yeah, when you can generate right the same uh, amount of money yeah. for an exhibition. Yeah. So, it, then, so, so then, what's next? You know, Ryan Garcia against um, you know Tyson Fury. Yeah, and then the, you know the silly thing too is WBC will come out with its own belt for this right for this right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Exhibition yeah. The, and... Yeah. The exhibition uh, championship. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> It just it doesn't make any yeah. sense at all, man, and it's unfortunate that this is what it's uh, what we're what it's what, what we're down to, yeah. right? Is ridiculous exhibitions between fi- old fighters that you know should have fought twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and, and again, remember we talked about unfortunately the Tyson Jones was a success, yeah. right? Both of them looked okay. Tyson probably looked better than Jones. Mm-hmm. The the judging was ridiculous, yeah. right? I mean, it was a draw, but it didn't really matter, mm-hmm. right? So now we got, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, it, it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, th- this... And I don't even think that this happens. Um, I yeah. think we'll, we'll get into it, but, uh, you know, the McGregor fight. You know, yeah. He was knocked out by uh, Poirier over the weekend. Yeah. Um, in the second round, yeah. Um, wasn't a good outing by McGregor. Yeah. So his his stock has plummeted. Um, you know, it could be that For sure. uh, after that, you know, there there was talk of a Jake Paul McGregor boxing match. There was yeah. talk of a Manny Pacquiao McGregor yeah. match and you know, those are in doubt now. Yeah, which still, you know, the whole um the whole McGregor and Paul and all mm-hmm. the KSI, those may still happen, by the yeah. way, because that that's a lot that trust me, mm-hmm. right? I know you've got some numbers on the McGregor pay per view, yeah. but there's still a lot of people that are going to pay to watch Conor McGregor simply because of who he is and what he's established himself. That's just going to happen. But for these two guys to fight in this ridiculous exhibition, it's not Chavez and uh, who's the guy you saw, El Travieso? Uh, Yeah, uh, Jorge Arce. Yeah. Yeah. This is not Chavez and Arce. These are not retired fighters, man. (laughs) These are like active fighters that should be fighting real fights, right? Yeah. Instead, we're going to get this bogus, like, oh, this is what could happen if mm-hmm. these two guys fight. For what? Yeah, and and why, you know, why waste this time? You know, there's yeah. three, four months, they're probably going to train, you know, some yeah. kind of BS training um, and get ready for this fight. And, you know, the fight will be in, in April. Right. You know, why Why is it not a real fight? You know, why, Yeah. Um, you know, Ryan Garcia should be fighting Javante Davis. Right. You know, Manny Devin Pacquiao. Haney, yeah. Ma- Manny Pacquiao should be fighting... Mikey Garcia, not Ryan Garcia. Yeah. And in a real match with the with the uh yeah. championship on the line. Unfortunately, Rick, yeah, if, if it generates revenue yeah. and and people probably will, mm-hmm. then and I and I'll tell you what right now, I'm not going to buy or pay for this one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to find a way for somebody to, you know, to, to stream it illegally. Yeah, maybe black yeah. by the old black <laughs> box. No way I pay for this one. No way. Not even sure if I watch it. Yeah. Seriously, like I, I don't even know why it's well, other than the fact that this is what we do, uh-huh. so we probably have to report on it. So it's kind of our obligation. Yeah. Other than that, no interest at all. Yeah. I barely had any interest in Jones and Tyson. Yeah. Or KSI and, and whoever else. So imagine this one. These are two real fighters. Yeah. This is like in the middle of the season, right? Like the Lakers saying, "Hey, let's play the Brooklyn Nets now that you know now that they've got uh, Harding." James Harden on the team, mm-hmm. and Kyrie Irvin is back, right? Let's just schedule an exhibition yeah. because we're not going to play for another three months, or they may not play in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So let's just schedule an exhibition, yeah, right, yeah. just to see what would happen. But it doesn't count for the records, doesn't count for the stats. Let's just see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it's a huge, huge money grab, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to make a lot of money. It, 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 it just will. Um, well, you, know. you just said, right, yeah. there's 14 million reasons as to yeah. why it's going to make a lot of money, right? So many followers, both of them have combined on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? I just think that, again, but this is the world we're at, Rick, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just an opportunity to make money, then, uh, you know, I get it, mm-hmm. but fight for real. Yeah. They're right there. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's one of those where, you know, it... Um, you know, I don't see why this fight can't be made. Manny Pacquiao is an old Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. You know, Ryan Garcia is a yeah. 22-year-old and he's inexperienced. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's probably an even fight. Yeah. You know, it... it yeah. Um, but... And, and weird that he picked, right? Weird yeah. but not that he picked, you know, Garcia, right? Yeah. Of all fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, why Garcia, you ask, right? Yeah. You know, probably he's the most popular uh, guy out there. Right. And, the popularity, yeah. coming off the win against Campbell... 
and it's it would generate right yeah. probably a lot of buys. That's and, why. And and maybe maybe this is the the end of Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. You know maybe he's not going to fight a real fight ever again. Um, well, he's been and, out of the ring for and, a year and, and a half. And, and I'll tell you, right, if he can generate revenue with this kind of an yeah. exhibition, why not? What's next? Yeah. And then and then after that, an exhibition with Teofimo. Yeah. And then an exhibition <laughs> with, you know, Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Right? Not going to be a real fight. We're just well, going to, you know. I, I don't think Teofimo is going to take the exhibition and take it easy on him. No, you know, right. Well, think. that's the thing, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. And Crawford, just to see. Yeah, let's yeah. just fight a bunch of exhibitions. Yeah. They don't count. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Um, we've got the uh, jo- uh, Anthony Joshua, um, Tyson Fury. Yes. The contracts are going to be exchanged this Real week. fight. Yeah, real fight. Not, not an exhibition? No, yeah, not an exhibition. Okay. Real fight. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, there's been rumblings that, you know, it's pretty much close to being done. You know, I think they're just kind of, uh, they're going to exchange the uh, dollar amounts and uh, probably end up in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know. In uh, May, I believe. Good. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about that. That's the heavyweight fight we want to see. Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder has somehow positioned himself out, right, yeah. for a myriad of reasons, but so be it. He's yeah. out of, He's out of that discussion. Can't wait. Those are the two guys that we want to see. Yeah. I, I And I respect both of them, by the way. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, Anthony Joshua, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the fact that he's willing and he wants to push for that fight, yeah. you know, the whole dare to be great, I love it. Because it's a dangerous fight for him. I think he gets knocked out in this fight. Well, I don't think you he know? wins. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. That, there's no way. He doesn't so, He doesn't win that fight. No. Um, also, we've got uh, another big fight, uh, Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez. It looks like early May for good. that one, and it'll be in the United States. Yeah, that'll be good. I tell yeah. you what. That would be a, a good one for us if I don't know mm-hmm. where it's at, for even for us to make a debut, yeah. right, and somehow find a way to make that fight. Yeah, no, they, it, more than likely, you know, we're talking early May. Yeah. Probably Texas. Yeah. Know, Jose Ramirez. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to have to be. Hope, may, maybe Vegas will be open by then. Yeah, you and never know. It won't know. be California. No. But, uh, no, not here. Yeah. I'll tell you what, by the way, the um, the early line on the uh, Tyson Fury and mm-hmm. AJ, they've got um, Tyson Fury as the uh, favorite, mm-hmm. minus 175, which is about, they give him about a 63% chance of winning. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. I think the closer you get to it, well, it depends where the money's going to be laid, mm-hmm. right? I, I think you'll see that money go more towards uh, Fury. Yeah. And then as you start to see that, you know what, heavyweights always have a puncher's chance, then you'll start to see it go back to AJ. But I think all that aside, I think Fury should be uh, favored. Yeah. Um, also in the news, uh, Bernard Hopkins said that uh, he'd be willing to, re- to return. Hey, why not, man? But only one. Uh, yeah. Only for one fight. He yes. wants uh, Joe Calzaghe. Yeah. Still upset that, about the uh, <laughs> split decision loss. Yeah. And he'd be willing to go to uh, Calzaghe's hometown. To, yeah. to, to make the fight. Joey Kilzaghi, the yeah. uh, the pride of Wales, uh-huh. the Italian dragon, Rick. Yeah. Not the Italian stallion, right? The Italian dragon. Yep, the pride of Wales, the Italian dragon himself. Uh-huh. Uh, Joey Kilzaghi, who was on the telecast, right? Um, was it a month or two ago yeah. against... Yeah, with, uh, uh, who was that? He was doing pretty good. Yeah. I, I I like the long-haired English guy better. It was on right? the zone, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's even better. He's a lot more animated. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, again, just back to what we were talking about, yeah. right? If they can make a buck, Joey Kelsagi retires at forty-six and zero with thirty-two knockouts, mm-hmm. right? Probably one of the best. You remember you were talking about yeah. none of the English guys have chins, right? But uh, one of the top super middleweights, mm-hmm. right? Maybe yeah. ever, yeah. Right? Certainly, right? As far as the, from the United Kingdom is concerned, mm-hmm. one of their top ten fighters. He be he was a who's who of who he be, Rick. Yeah, no. He, he even beat Peter Manfredo. Wow. Yeah, he even beat he, Peter Manfredo. In, in, in Manfredo's prime? Um, well, when was he not in his prime? Was that, that, was, that was a trick question, yeah. right? So I see, I see what you were doing. You, yeah. yeah, you tried to get me. That's right. <laughs> Ask his dad, right? Yeah, yeah but he did. He beat Mikhail Kessler. He beat Bernard Hopkins. And then, of course, he beat uh, Roy Jones Jr., right? Uh, that was in 2008, yeah. Obviously, Lloyd Jones a little bit, you know, definitely not in his prime. We no. can say that he beat uh, Jeff uh, Left Hook Lacey. 
mm-hmm. right? So he beat them all, man. Yeah, you know, I, I still would like to have seen, uh, you know, maybe a Kazagi uh, Andre Ward fight. I think that's the, yeah, that would that was the, that one, was the we one. Yeah, of, that was uh, yeah, that yeah, that was the one that everybody wanted to see. Uh-huh. We we didn't get to see it, but I mean, come on, you know. Yeah. I don't need to see that fight. And Kelzagi doesn't need to come back, right? Yeah. And, and no. put a blemish on that 46 and 0 record, yeah, you know? Well, you know, you can always come back and make it an exhibition, then you, you don't have a lot. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing, yeah. right, right. So that's fair. Maybe that's yeah. what he meant, right? Yeah. Just an exhibition. Maybe that's the undercard yeah. of the Garcia Pacquiao fight, right? Kelzagi and Hopkins. Why not? Yeah. yeah. You know, De La Jolla Chavez. Just the whole card of exhibitions. <laughs> exhibition, exhibition yeah. fast. An yeah. exhibition. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nobody loses yeah, anything. Nobody loses anything. Nothing. Just, everybody gains money. Yeah, everybody wins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, also making his pro debut, we have uh, Amado Vargas, uh, one of Fernando Vargas's sons. That's the, cool. Uh, the middle child. Um, you know, he will f- fight Friday this Friday. Yeah, in Hermosillo, uh, Mexico. Interesting how that works out. It doesn't always work out that way. You right. know what I mean? Like if uh, Fernando Vargas was. Uh, was a skateboarder, you know? Mm-hmm. Would his son be a skateboarder? Yeah. Or a professional surfer? And he's got three sons. I know. They're all boxers. And they all fight. Yeah. Funny how that works out. And that's cool, by the way. I like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I follow him on, uh, we follow him right on Instagram, and you kind of yeah. see where Fernando Vargas is. And I think that's all cool, you know? Yeah. By the way, there's another guy who talked about coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fernando Vargas. He was calling out, of course, De La Hoya. De La Hoya. So yeah. let's, let's run that one over. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah, you know, know, it just, uh, it opens it up for everybody. Well, here's the problem, Rick. Like we've talked about, this is the problem with Uh PBC and, you know, and the sanctioning bodies and the lack of getting the fights that we want, right? Yeah. This is what happens, right? And let's be honest, that would draw a lot of people. We'd watch the fight again, right? I was in Minneapolis when that fight took place with Vargas and and De La Hoya, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. And by the way, as much as I love Vargas and, and you know, he's one of your favorite fighters, I think. And yeah. Tr- Trinidad did a number on him, fought him too early. Uh-huh. And just kind of listening to him, right? I don't advise him getting back in the ring again. Uh, no, no. And I, and I was going to mention that. And I love that know, dude, man. Yeah, no. And he's a great fighter, but yeah, he doesn't need to take any punches, you know. No. And, and hopefully, you know, he, he doesn't do it. Uh, yeah. You did mention the one that all the fans want to see. Yeah. You know, it's Felix Trinidad. Yeah. You know, if there's going to be a, a return, yeah. right. that's the guy. But right now, yeah. no interest. You know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? If if That's the fight I want to see. Yeah. The De La Hoya Trinidad rematch. Yeah. Let's see that fight. And I, and I think it would and make a lot of money. seriously, yeah. I think it would do great. Yeah, I'm, all, great. I'm all in for that one. Yeah. Right? That that thing's unsettled, man. We, we, we fly you know? to Puerto Rico for that. The one. Unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should. Yeah, um, where neither one of us would be considered a Puerto Rican either. By the way, no, no. Yeah, your seven percent was a seven percent Puerto Rican heritage. That, that was uh, boy, was that a farce, huh? <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, I don't even know if you could actually claim that anymore, man. No, 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 no. But you know how the. You know how the Ancestry.com's, you know. I don't know. They, they it's, it's, it, it's based on you know, DNA. People go to jail for the rest of their yeah. lives based on DNA, right? You know, it, it's. You're saying it, DNA's bogus? It was that Portuguese and uh, Spanish blend. You yeah. Know, it, uh, you know, is indigenous Puerto Ricans. Yeah. You know, there was like three. Yeah. You know, there were like three. Uh, everybody else was, uh, I don't know. you know, immigrants. Why don't we get, right? Uh-huh. Don't think of why don't we get a real Puerto Rican and see what their uh mat what's what not match.com. Yeah. Let's see what their ancestry yeah, that's another okay. website. Yeah. Let's see how their output resulted, yeah. Eric. That's the only way to validate it. Okay. Now if, if okay. theirs show the same low percentage, yeah, then I believe you. But I have a feeling they're gonna be like, you know, 50 percent Puerto uh-huh. Rican. You know? Yeah, no no such thing. You know, no such thing. Well, we'll see. They all come from somewhere else. We'll have to see. Here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know Puerto Rican. Actually, yeah. no, I do. I do. I yeah. do know a guy. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach, reach out, out to him. Okay. Big, big boxing fan too. Yeah. Go figure. Yep. Um, First name is Lenny. Okay. It doesn't yeah. sound very Puerto Rican, but yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of exhibitions, uh, <laughs> we'll touch on this one. The uh, good news on exhibitions. <laughs> yeah. Floyd Mayweather's exhibition versus Logan Paul. Yeah. Is being postponed. Dang it. Yeah, due, dang due to it. lack of interest. Dang it. You know what's interesting is that, shocker, <laughs> we, we didn't even hear or see the whole marketing campaign on no, that one, right? Zero. Haven't even heard of it. Yeah. Right? And for a Mayweather promotion, mm-hmm. remember, because when was the fight scheduled, you said? 
uh, the end of the uh, February, right? February, yeah. Or it's February, and and yeah, if you remember when he was fighting McGregor, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, remember the tour? Yeah, off. That was taking place. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and so this one here, we've heard nothing. Nothing. So it makes sense. Yeah, you know, just. It was a ridiculous premise. Logan Paul got beat by KSI, yeah. who's not a boxer. Right. And then he's going to fight the right. greatest boxer of, the, of right. the past 20 years? Yeah, that's what didn't make any Come sense on. at all. No sense um, at all. February 20th is when it was going to yeah. be. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, And by the way, thank you, because that's the same weekend of the Burchelt and Oscar Valdez fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, no waste of switching, you know, channels. and. Uh, no, yeah. not not that one. Um, that's al- good also the uh, McCaskill and Brakus uh, 2 yeah. will be on March 13th on the uh, undercard of uh, Estrada and Choc- Chocolatito yeah that's good by yeah. the way because I'll tell you what man that card right could be um, should be the headliner right yeah. that's how good that fight was last year I'm glad they're running it back right yeah. uh, Brock is of course uh, very graceful in defeat even though you know talked about retirement yeah talked yeah. about retirement a lot of people thought she won the fight mm-hmm. she's like I'm good with it again very graceful very humble yeah. sportsmanship um, to the max like that's exactly what it's supposed to be and they're running it back mm-hmm. on right that card yeah. which is the card that we wanted to see right the fight in that division yeah. Estrada against Chocolatito, so I can't wait. All of a sudden, right? Yeah. And that's coming up, right? Yeah, uh, March, March 13th. Yeah. So I think February, it's really going to start picking up, and then, you know, the later we get in the year, these fights are going to start happening. Um, yeah. Also, we have uh, Sergey Kovalev. He failed his second uh, drug test. Yeah. Um, synthetic uh, testosterone in the system. Yeah. He failed the test on December 30th and then another one on January 7th. Yeah. Why would he even take the test again? Yeah. If you think yeah. about that, uh, you know, why just, even take the test again? That's almost like a sobriety test. Yeah. And you get pulled over, you know, he puts his hands out, right? Recite yeah. the alphabet, all that kind of stuff. Just, just right? praying that they mess up on the second yeah, test. You, yeah, you're already screwed up, man. Yeah. Just just get in the back of the of the cop car. So You it, know what I mean? You got me. This is probably the last we should hear of, of Kovalev. Yeah, you know it. Uh, there well, there'll be a suspension coming. Yeah, but you know there'll be a farewell fight in Russia. Yeah, you know that. Uh, you there'll know, be more. Sanction. There'll yeah. be more than one farewell yeah. fight because I would imagine you know he still needs the money. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because uh, I'm gonna say right now, right? I was a big fan of the Crusher, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, wasn't he an HBO guy? I believe so. Yeah, yeah he was wasn't with. It- um, Kathy, du- Kathy Duva's uh Yeah, that's promotion. right. It was a Debella. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, big time, man. And the fights that he had and, and the knockouts, like, very, you know, extremely entertaining. Mm-hmm. We talked about his, you know, supposable the discretions that happened in Big Bear. Uh, you know, that that wasn't a good thing. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it just, uh, it seems to just, just spiral. snowballing on It just him. spiraled yeah. out yeah, of control just, for him, man. It, you know, uh, his it, knockout to good. Canelo, and that was it. Yeah, it just seems like, uh, you know, a lot of boxers, it just keeps, it, it happens, you know, it's one thing after another after another. Yeah. Um, also, we've got the uh, Virgil Ortiz fight. He's going to fight Maurice Hooker. Looking forward to that one. I tell you what, that was kind of like a little blip, right? Uh-huh. That kind of came up, right, on on the wire, I'm going to say. Yeah. And I like it now, okay, just in case, right? Maurice Hooker, mm-hmm. um He's only lost once, Rick. He's only lost once to Jose Ramirez, right? Yeah. Of course, yeah, that's the Jose Ramirez who's uh, going to fight, like you mentioned, Josh Taylor, right, to to unify that super lightweight, or let's just call it the 140-pound division. Yeah. I love it, right? Now, you could say, well, Maurice Hooker's 140 pounds. He's moving up to 147. We talked about last week, right? I mm-hmm. wanted Virgil Ortiz Jr. to fight Danny Garcia, just simply to wipe out Danny Garcia as yeah. a relevant fighter, right? <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, he's Puerto Rican as well, yeah. right? Um, actually, I shouldn't apologize to you anymore with the Puerto Rican stuff. Yeah. But um, I think that's a good fight and a great step up yeah. for uh, for Virgil Ortiz Jr. Because remember, we talked about who else is available at 147 that's not in PBC, right? Mm-hmm. That they would allow Virgil Ortiz to fight against. Yeah. Not from a Golden Boy perspective. No. From a Golden Boy perspective, I think that's one thing I'll say about De La Hoya. He does seem willing to put his fighters out there. Yeah. But we know that PBC is not, and they're all there. Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, right? 
They're yeah. all, all PBC guys. So who was left to fight? Okay, Pacquiao, that's not going to happen. Mikey Garcia, not going to happen, right? Yeah. So, you know, Sean Porter, of course, PBC, I think I said that. So that's why I was pushing for Dan. Also, although Danny Garcia is PBC also, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yeah, so it's going to be tough getting him. Yeah, and then, you know, Josecito Lopez, yeah. you know, everyone fights him. Yeah. So so th- this fight is looking like uh, March 20th is yeah. uh, what um, they're saying, and it, it's expected to be in Dallas. Yeah, who's Maurice Hooker with then? Um, he, he might have been released. Um, the other thing I'm kind of thinking is is he might be with top rank because um, yeah, you know, th- there's an article actually on ESPN about this fight. Oh, is there? You know, so why else yeah. would there be? You know, that's if, true. You know, yeah, that's true. If that's not a that's a good point. Yeah, fighter, that's a good point. They wouldn't have. Yeah, they. It. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have put a blip on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, speaking of, by the way, right? Another another thing when we talked about um, front page ESPN.com on Sunday, of course, was the McGregor fight. Yeah. Right. But yet, all these great fights that have taken place, boxing wise, none of them. None of them. None of them. Yeah. Right. Even the Crawford fight wasn't on there, and that's one of their guys mm-hmm. with with top rank. Here's the thing with Virgil Ortiz Jr. Though, right? And why is he's, he's it's a, such a tough situation for a golden boy? You know, when you look at golden boy stable of welterweights, their next guy is Rashidi Ellis. Yeah, Rashidi Ellis just beat um, uh, Alexis Rocha, mm-hmm. right? And so that's pretty much it. And so from a promotional standpoint, manager, not a good idea to put your two best welterweights against each other. No. Even though they're kind of doing that here on the February thirteenth card, Golden Boy's got a lot of their own fighters mm-hmm. on the Joe on the JoJo Diaz, right? They've got uh, Ronnie Rios against Oscar Negrete, mm-hmm. and then they've got uh, Jason Quigley and Shane Mosley Jr. But you know, none of those guys I think they have on slate to become like a world champion. But Rashidi Ellis is still very marketable, yeah. So I think they're smart, right? Rashidi Ellis is ranked as high as number five by the WBA, so. Not a good idea, right? And Virgil Ortiz is number five by the WBC. Mm-hmm. So not a good idea, right? No. To put those two guys against each other. So where Maurice Hooker came from, you're right. Maybe he got released from somebody. Obviously not PBC. Yeah. Because PBC wouldn't just dangle a guy out like that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. But I'm glad that it's taking place. Yeah, no, it, it should be a great fight. Um, it's a good step-up fight. You know, it'll... Um you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, I think it's a fight Virgil Ortiz should win. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you want to see it. And uh, hopefully that'll lead to, to bigger fights. I'm glad they found an opponent. Yeah. Right? I'm glad they found an opponent for him and somebody who actually has a name, right? Again, if Maurice Hooker's still ranked in the 140-pound mm-hmm. division, right? Top 10 in the WBO, top 10 in the WBC, IBF, we already talked about it, you know. I may even be ranked in the in the IBF yeah. somehow. So... I like it. It's and, a name, and 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 we're gonna see him fight. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much I have uh, for the news. Yeah, man, it was uh, a lot going on. I'm yeah. telling you, a lot going on in the world of boxing. Um, whew, just in the last week, yeah. right? Since we since we last had our podcast, like all kinds of stuff happening, yeah. man, and fights happening. So here's what we got coming up next, right? We got the stat of the week. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a very good stat of the week, yeah. right? You don't want to miss that. Um, it's something that kind of makes you say, wow, I didn't I didn't realize that, right? So, all right, folks, we'll be right back. Fonzo Ruiz, Rick Prado. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing is back. And by the way, some uh, some exciting news on the side. We have a um, website we've talked about for a while, Rick. You used to put a plug into it every show. We kind of yeah. stopped. Um, don't blame you, but it's actually getting developed. Okay. So pretty excited about that. Um, it's going to have all of the archived uh, uh, podcasts, you know, from uh, from the past. All mm-hmm. 30 rounds of oh, our wow. podcast going to be on there, so folks don't need to go anywhere else. Uh, there'll be some of the merchandise. It's going to be available there for purchase. Um, we'll have, you know, contact us, email. Of course, yeah. you can still email us, counterpunch at com. So a lot of stuff going on. Um, and, right, we'll even have a section there about all the stats of the week. Okay. Right? So everybody will know what the stats of the week were from from episode one and all the way to now. So speaking of, what do we got, Rick? 
All right. So uh, this week, uh, you know, we're talking about the uh, Ryan Garcia, Manny Pacquiao fight. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's a 20 year age difference between the two. Yeah. So, you even know, though it's an exhibition. Yeah, it was exhibition, you know, but uh, I was looking back, you know, did some research on, uh, you know, big fights. You know, I get, guarantee you there's probably one that the age difference is a little bit, you know, um, further apart, but a real fight, real fighters, famous fighters. You know, what was the um, age difference, the biggest age difference between the two? Yeah. And I was able to find uh, Archie Moore versus yes. Muhammad Ali. Uh, Archie Moore at the time was 45 years old and Muhammad Ali was 20. Wow. I was going to say, right, so the way you set that up, again, there could be others, but we're talking about, you know, relevant fight, yeah. relevant fighters, fighters that we would know, right? Yeah. Not some obscure fight that took place in Thailand mm-hmm. or something with some, you know, 80-year-old Right, guy who right yeah. who who's just a health nut, right? Um, real fight. So the old mongoose, mm-hmm. who you had, by the way, I don't remember what stat of the week, but you had the old mongoose. It, it was probably something along the lines of the most knockouts. Um, yeah, he did have a career record of uh, 185. Yeah, wins, uh, 22 losses, and uh, 10 draws, and he but he had uh, 131 knockouts. But so was that. Total or at the time he fought Ali, what was his record? Um, actually, that was uh, that was his record when at he fought Ali. At the time he fought, he fought Ali. Ali, yeah. And then he did have one more fight after that, which he won by knockout. Oh, he did. Yeah. So at least he ended his yeah. career with a knockout. So think about that, right? So going into that fight, Archie Moore's 185 and 22, mm-hmm. and the the 20 year old Ali is what you said, 15 and 0. 15 and 0 with uh, 12 <laughs> knockouts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous. Uh, you what know. what they would do back in those days, though, right? And and to give Archie Moore an opportunity mm-hmm. in a fight, you know. And I was gonna say when you were setting up that set of the week, yeah. it would make sense because when you were talking about that, I'm thinking like Foreman, mm-hmm. right, against Michael Moore. Okay. And you would because at that rife again, I think we covered this in one of the other stats of the week. It's really the heavyweights, yeah, where that's more possible, right? Because you're not gonna have a you know a 50 year old flyweight, right? Fighting a twenty year old flyway. Yeah, it was uh, you know, and then the Foreman Moore yeah. fight, it was there was a nineteen age uh difference. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes sense. Foreman was forty five and yep. Michael Moore was twenty six Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. And then I think uh we were talking about um Hopkins, right? Hopkins fought into his fifties, uh-huh. so anybody that he fought, there was gonna be an age disparity, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, he had a lot of fights where uh he was about uh, seventeen years. Uh, difference. Um, his his biggest uh, difference was uh, Kovalev and Hopkins. It was 18 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 18 years between him and Kovalev. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, coming in second was uh, the Shannon Briggs Foreman fight. Yeah. It was 23 years difference between the two. No kidding, huh? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It just. Uh, it, what's what's interesting, by the way, is that you know when you're when you're uh, when you're kids, and by the way, uh, mm-hmm. he lost. Uh, he lost the fight. Um, Hopkins did yeah. to Kovalev. He lost his last two fights. He lost mm-hmm. to Kovalev, and then of course Joe Smith literally knocked him out of the ring, yeah. right? But um, um, on, on the whole, on the whole age thing, it's just like when you think about it. Remember when we were kids, right? Like it was a big deal for like you know if you were a, a fifth grader mm-hmm. and you beat up a sixth grader, yeah, that was a big deal, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah, beat him up, and and age he was yeah, yeah a big age difference. Believe it or not, I never told this uh, to you, Rick, but uh-huh. I took uh, I took martial arts when I was younger, right? Uh-huh. Judo, okay, self defense, yeah, yeah, you know, only use it right. To protect yourself or others are in danger. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, it sounds like uh, mm-hmm. for uh, for defense only. That's exactly right. Yeah. Only when it's needed. Yeah. And so one time I went up against, I was a white belt, you know? Um, and I ended as a white belt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> go, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> but I went up against an orange belt that was like, yeah. at the time, two years older. And that was like a big deal. Yeah. You know? But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But seriously, you think about the age difference and these guys, right? It's like almost like once you get to like past, what is it? When does that not matter anymore, I think? Like past high school? Um, that that age now is like, hey, it doesn't matter, you Yeah, know? it's got to be past high school. It's got to yeah. be past high school because yeah. all of a I mean, these guys are fighting guys. Yeah. Like you said, these are like grown men uh-huh. that in a lot of cases, right? Obviously not with Archie Moore and not with, but but Hopkins beat a lot of guys way younger mm-hmm. than him. Yeah. Right? I mean, in fact, I would I would venture to say the last ten fights Hopkins had 
mm-hmm. he was older than by, by more than ten yeah. than ten years. No, yeah, he he definitely had a lot. Uh, right, you know, towards the end. Look at the guys he beat. I mean, Pavlik, uh, uh, Shumanov, yeah, Pavlik, Marat, yeah, Tavares, Cloud, Chad Dawson, who 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 was a legendary. Yeah, um, though he lost to Chad Dawson. Yeah. Um, Chad Dawson was the uh, the legendary uh, mm-hmm. celebrity judge. From oh, that's Tyson right. Roy Jones. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the coal miner's daughter and uh, the guy, the beginning of the end, Bobby Chez. Yeah. Right. Or uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Bobby Chez. It was a Pazienza. Pazienza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which Pazienza didn't give one round to Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's he right. He gave a, that's like right. four even mm. ones. Yeah, wonder, I wonder what that was about. Yeah. yeah, but all those guys, all those, you're right, Pavlik, Ornelas, right? I mean, other than Reed Roy Jones Jr., you know? Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Rick, that's going to do it for another episode. Yeah. That's round, 13, uh, round 15. That's fight number two is done. We move on to fight number three. Could have a special guest next week, Rick. I don't want to jinx it, okay. but next week looking to be pretty good. Unfortunately, we don't have really a competitive fight. You've made your lock of the week. Yeah. You sure you're going to stick with Caleb Plant? Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Caleb Plant. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. K- K- Truex it's, has it's been lo- working hard. It's locked in. It's got a puncher's chance, Rick. Yeah. Any, anything could happen. It's got no chance. All right, folks, there you have it. You got the lock of the week. All you need to do is put lay down 5500 bucks to win $100, bucks, um, and it's pretty much a guaranteed 98.3% chance of winning. Sounds like an FM radio station, never a good thing. Folks, Pacific Coast Boxing, we'll talk to you guys next week on round number one of Fight 3. Have a good evening, everybody. Protect yourself at all times.